Good morning and welcome to Green Pass Gaming's Coffee Morning. We've got the whole GPG crew here. Hi, GPG crew. How are we doing? Hello. All good? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, thanks for being here. This is our second Coffee Morning. We thought we'd throw an hour's worth of content together of uh, the, the latest gaming news that's happened pretty much between, well, Thursday and now, obviously, when our, our last show went live, the um, the GPG podcast. But uh, no, here we are, Sunday morning with coffee in hand, everyone. Are we, uh, are we living the dream? I've got my old... GPG livery on oh, my cup. I'm not, yep. I'm not rocking. The, I'm not rocking the branding, unfortunately. Yeah, I've gone. I've gone for, <laughs> a, for a cup of tea this morning. Uh, well, my, my so. GPG hoodie's in the wash, so I would be rocking some some uh, yeah. merch as well. But there we go. So, uh, so yeah, no, that's this, cool. When was the last time we did? When was the last time we did two shows in a week? Probably about a year ago. I don't know. It's a long time ago. A long, time, like a long ago, time ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, no, it's kind of cool. You know, as we were saying, it, we've got to fit it into our kind of our busy schedules. We're all working full-time and stuff and um you know we enjoy keeping up with the gaming news but to, to slot this in yeah don't know it's, sometimes it's a bit difficult but uh, we seem to have found a couple of slots that seem to work for us don't we so uh, that's cool so let's let's crack straight on shall we in the first topic really and um it's uh there's been some uh, data mining going on and and people have found a, a new xbox code name and uh, speculation's been running rife. Now, when I first saw this, I was thinking, oh, it's probably just a code name for another streaming blade server or something like that, you know. But actually, when you when you look at the list, it's actually bundled with the other um, Xbox code names like Durango and Scarlet and Scorpio and stuff. So and this one's Keystone. So, uh, chat or oh, peeps, any ideas on what you think this might be? There's lots of speculation going on at the moment about a handheld or a mid-generation refresh or... Go on. What do we it's think? A, it's a weird one because I, I read some articles this morning, and I think even just the name Keystone is 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 quite generic in a way. Like if you compare it to the other ones, but the other ones kind of have I don't know kind of nuances to to like power or or danger or damage. I mean, kind of like this kind of weird names like that. But Keystone mm. is just kind of like a like a, a generic thing, right? So I mean, there's some speculations I've seen that maybe it's um, what's the word? Maybe it's just like an Xbox, uh, like a cloud gaming type thing. Like you know, is it is it is it something to push initi- the initiative of cloud gaming? Like, is it just a? I think there was rumors a while back about um, mm. what do you call it? Like a like the thing you plug in the back of your TV, you kind yeah. of enable uh, cloud uh, gaming. Uh, that a way. Game Pass stick, basically, like a fire. Yeah, stick. sorry, that, yeah. that's the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It seems, I don't know. See, it seems too uh, early to think that there's going to be like a mid mid. It, it does, uh, and a keystone in a wood in a in a stone arch is the, is the one in the middle that keeps everything up. That's the keystone. You take that, it all falls down. So it, it seems mm-hmm. like it's that kind of. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it is the sort of the Game Pass TV stick. Scott, got any got any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I mean, I guess thinking it would be a, a stick makes sense. Apologies if there's any background noise. My dog's not going ballistic <laughs> at the minute. Um, so the the stick's been something that's been rumored for a while. Um, mm. If you remember, I think it was some point last year, like June last year, um, they did come out and they made a bit of a big deal about how they're going to be bringing Xbox to TVs um, yeah. via the, the OS, the TVs. So I, I don't know how likely it is that we're going to get a streaming stick because if they're going to embed it directly into the OS of Samsung, LG, Sony TVs, if they can, because essentially they're all powered by Android anyway, and they've already got an Android app that I assume they could leverage. I don't know whether they would actually need a streaming stick, because that would only really be applicable for monitors, which I guess if you've got a monitor, you've probably already got a device like a computer, Um, or maybe 
um, older TVs, but then hmm. you know how many people have got. I mean, probably probably a lot. I probably shouldn't ju- shouldn't judge too much, but um, you know, obviously, smart TVs are now very common. Um, so I don't know how much they need they need a a streaming stick. But then that begs the question: if it's not a streaming stick, what the bloody what hell is, is it? it? Mm. The yeah. only thing I think about why you'd need a stick is you know a lot of t a lot of Bluetooth built into TVs, for example, isn't exactly. Um, you don't always get the newest versions necessarily, or the protocols might necessarily yeah. match up with having multiple controllers linked to a TV if you're playing like a, a local multiplayer game through the cloud, so to speak. So that's the only mm. real reason I could see for needing a stick. But yeah, no, well, that's a good point yeah. actually, because um, with Bluetooth, particularly like Bluetooth headsets to a TV and stuff, there's normally in the TV itself a, a delay offset that you can put in. And I, I don't actually think it's anything to do with the sound. What it's delaying is the picture, just to sort of marry it up, because it's, you know, Bluetooth always seems to lag behind. So that's a good point. So if you're hooking up your controller, the last thing you want is lag. So, yeah, I don't know. Interesting one. Luke, what, yeah. what's your take on it? Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with Scott. Um, I just don't... I guess it could be a stick, and I think that's maybe the most likely thing. Um, but uh, I, I don't see the, the need for it. I mean... <sighs> Maybe if you're looking at a properly, you know, worldwide audience of potential gamers, a stick would be more helpful. But certainly now it's very difficult to buy anything other than a smart TV, which you could easily drop an app on. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's a... I, I'm very sceptical about whether they'll look at doing uh, mid-generation refreshes this time around. Um, so uh, I don't think it would be that, and certainly not this early. So I don't really know. Um, it's really hard to, to judge, especially from the name. I mean, it just could be anything. So, uh, But, yeah, I think probably sticks most likely. There has been talk of the PS5 Pro as well. I mean, there's been some rumours of that. So, I mean, if that's potentially on the cards, could could there not be a Series X X? Or oh, yeah, of course. Series X Pro. Yeah, I just, I just don't need – I just don't know – the reason this time round for a, a mid-gen refresh, um, you know, we're, we're not we're not leaping. Last time that was to leap into 4K, which made a, a great deal of sense. This time we're not really leaping anywhere. It would just yeah. be an incremental power upgrade over your existing console, which would give you. I mean, it'd be akin to upgrading your PC. So uh, I, I don't know why they would, unless they feel that that's part of the console model now that you can yeah. have, you know, you can have, have a, a new skew halfway through the gen. Um, yeah. Also how, how big a leap are you going to be able to get mm, yeah, on, exactly. on a, on a, you know, the middle of this gen. I mean, by the end of the gen, you'll be able to have a, a pretty significant uplift for a new console, like a brand new generation. But um, I'm just, mm. yeah, I'm just a bit skeptical about it. Um, if there's PS5 pro in existence, then there is certainly an Xbox mid gen equivalent in existence and this could be it. But uh, I just don't know if either of those things are true. You know what? That's a really good point actually, because I think most people with a series X and S to a certain degree, are relatively satisfied with it and, and PlayStation if we're going to go down that route and PlayStation. So so I think, you know, we've kind of at least hit the, the, the sweet spot now in kind of 60 frames per second game. And that seemed to be the final hurdle for console gaming that we now seem to be over on some level, if that makes sense. Um, you know, you normally get a real, most games, you normally get a relatively stable 60 frames if you turn off the ray tracing and other bits and bobs like that, which most people are quite happy to do, myself included. I'd rather have the frame rate. So, 
Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So a mid a mid generation update would actually only really appease people like Digital Foundry, where you just squeeze out a few extra frames per second with ray tracing, which I don't think most people are bothered yeah. about, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And even the ray tracing side of things, like it's not like AMD have recently made a significant jump in their ray tracing performance yeah. on their PC GPUs, because that would maybe be an angle I could see if they yeah. if they made a significant leap in ray tracing performance. Um, I can maybe see them going for that. Um, yeah. They've not even got close to what uh, yeah, but, NVIDIA I mean, are doing. We, yeah, but we did a topic around whether ray tracing is a kind of a gimmick. And I know, you know, once ray tracing is fully, uh, fully implemented and stuff, it's a, it's a glorious thing to behold. But mm. is it a necessity for you to go out and actually buy a new console for? I, I, would, I would say for the majority of people, probably not. It's only going to be, your, you know, your hardcore people that are into the console game and that are going to lay down more pa- you know yeah but if they can sell a, a skew that's expensive and people there's always going to be people i guarantee if they release the mid mid-gen refresh at least two or three of us will be buying it i know I'm oh yeah but, I'd, I'd uh, step on it immediately <laughs> so, you know yeah, there, there's but... always going to be there's always going to be a market um from the enthusiasts to buy them you know in the same way yeah, the Xbox yeah, but, one X. yeah but like yeah but like luke said said with the with the one x it was that significant leap into 4k yeah. and it could actually do 4k but we've not got that next hurdle to overcome because we've kind of already overcome it okay it's not as good as it could be 60 frames ray tracing da, 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 da. but we have kind of got yeah. titles that can do it so it's almost yeah. like we've overcome it yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm in agreement that it's unlikely to be a mid-gen refresh. Yes, it's just trying to maybe I speculate because that's the thing. There's nothing that's obvious. I mean, maybe the boring answer is it's a driveless Series X. Yeah, possibly a slim, yeah. a smaller yeah. driveless. I don't, I don't think that would carry X, its own code name though. I think that would come under the the uh, Scarlet banner, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, you, mm. you're probably probably right. I don't know um, because it's, even though it's similar, they are they're technically different, aren't they? I mean, I mean, well, in I, I don't think working, you can have two devices which are only small, like different by very few minute details in comparison, but they're still given their own code names. I don't think they are because I, I thought Durango was the old VCR type um, Xbox One. You know, the, the the one that was kind of matte and, and gloss. The, the, the OG Xbox. I don't mm. think, and perhaps I'm wrong, and chat, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think the Xbox One S had a, had its own code name that I'm aware of. It certainly didn't appear in that list. Yeah. Um, so I yeah, don't I know. Guess, I'm guess not aware of that. That's yeah. true. Uh, there's an elephant in the room we haven't spoken about, as, as some of the rumours have began around. It's an Xbox handheld. Um, what do we think mm. of the chances in that? Mm. No. I- yeah, I don't think this is likely because I mean they've kind of already done it already with you know if, as long as you've got a high like a high end phone they've already yep. released like those little kind of switch things where you pull it apart and you put your yeah, phone Razer in. Kishi mm. yeah, yeah, called, yeah. I've got, one, got got one of them that one of them myself I really don't see Xbox ever getting into the dedicated um, handheld uh, hardware market um, there's too many other options out there already um, and switches the dominate most... the market as well so. yeah I mean. <laughs> I'd say them partnering with Switch to get a you know a Game Pass streaming app on the Switch is probably more likely than them. De- um, that's unlikely, but I say that's more likely than them releasing their own handheld. You've actually seen just this past week people like Aaron Greenberg really and um, pushing the Steam Deck. I don't know if you noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, he was pushing the fact that there's a lot of their games that are either um, great on deck or verified in some, in some capacity. The only games that aren't, I think, are the multiplayer games that require an itchy, which I don't think is compatible with 
with Linux. Uh, so that does rule out Halo oh. Infinite and Gears and things. And for, uh, no, Forza's, Forza's compatible. There's a couple in there. Um, hmm. So especially with Windows now going on there, I can maybe see in, um I can maybe see a scenario where they try to push the Steam Deck is maybe the the handheld for for Xbox possibly, um, but I don't see them ever doing it them themselves personally. I see the one thing yeah. I did read a, a while back when um, I think in America, you know, there was a, when the Steam Decks were first being rolled out, like in their kind of direct vicinity, that Gabe Newell himself was going around and delivering them. <laughs> yeah. and I think there was a few interviews going around where he said that he would love to work with someone like Microsoft to bring Game Pass to the steam deck so it's almost like if, i know it's only he would like to do it not that there's anything going on but it, it makes you wonder if they if there was official support for it on the steam deck then surely that covers the missing things you were saying scott right or yeah i think the dream for everyone probably microsoft included is getting game pass on uh steam in the same way that EA players on Steam. I believe EA players on Steam at the moment where you can link Steam to EA Play and you can actually access the titles that you can get through EA Play on PC um, through Steam. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that's the case recently. Um, so if Xbox could come up with some sort of agreement with Valve, which allowed you, even if it's just first party games, maybe, to access Game Pass games through your Steam account, and then they would automatically then be available via Steam OS without the need mm. of having to use mm-hmm. Windows, then that is, you know, essentially at that point, yeah, that, that's a Game Pass machine, isn't it? You know, yeah. or your game, your game Pass handheld, if they could do that. I mean, uh, you know, that, I'd say that's a long way off, but I think that would benefit both Valve and Microsoft mm. and obviously definitely the consumers. Well, strangely enough, Luke, you were very, you're of the same opinion of me that you didn't think that Keystone was going to be a handheld device. Go on, run us through your logic. Yeah. No, I, I just, I mean, I agree with, with Scott and Pooks. I just, I just think, um, uh, what, what's the point for Microsoft in doing it when you can just get an app on any device you yeah. like, any mobile device, uh, that has an internet connection and, uh, and run it that way. Um, it just seems it would be an unnecessary spend of billions upon billions of dollars to make a dedicated handheld device that would probably not sell particularly well. I'm sure it'd be yeah. really cool device um and i can only imagine what they could actually do with it um but there's there's just no point the handheld market is that it is dominated by one machine which is the the, uh the switch no nobody's getting in on that um and then the rest of the market which is a lot bigger is um dominated by mobile gaming and mobile devices so why not just get into that market uh, instead so you you say no one's getting into it did you see um nintendo were looking over their shoulder and raising some concerns around (laughs) running emulators on the steam deck and stuff where yeah i I did see that yeah, but yeah. that's that's Nintendo being Nintendo, isn't it? They just yeah. don't like any, anybody doing anything with any of their IP ever. So because well, <laughs> they, they want to sell you the fifty quid version of the game. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, they want to sell you nice. Super Mario Sunshine for the seventh time. Yeah, so, but they've obviously uh, got their eye on the Steam Deck because it is. I mean, I, I know as, as form factors go, the Steam Deck's much bigger and less portable because yeah. of it. But they've obviously got their eye on it, thinking, mm, you know. Is could this steal some people away from us? And like you say, you know, potentially some some game sales and stuff as well. Because uh, emulation yeah. is is a fantastic place at the moment, isn't it? I mean, Christ, you can yeah. play virtually anything on anything. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, yeah that want to think... play Breath of the Wild at four K, isn't it, and that kind of thing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think they'll they'll have an eye on it. I don't think they're worried about it at all from a competitor standpoint. Uh, it's it's a different market, and uh, sure, I think there will be some people who perhaps. 
Uh, I think Indy was one of them, for example, who, yeah. you know, only had a Switch to play indie games, and he'll be giving that up uh, to oh. get a Steam Deck. Wow. So, because he doesn't play Nintendo games, but the vast, vast, vast majority of people who buy Switch are there for Nintendo games, not indie games, yeah. um, and not even third-party ones. So, um, it's not going to move the needle uh, for, yeah. for uh, Nintendo, I don't think. Yeah, you've got to remember something like Mario Kart's got an almost 50% attach rate on Switch. You're not playing yeah. Mario Kart on, on, on a Steam yeah. Deck, you know? Maybe just uh, as a, another maybe boring potential, uh, kind of on the on the cloud gaming front, could it be a new variation of a controller that's similar to Luna and Stadia's controller Whoa. that has built-in Wi-Fi? You know, yeah. speaking about the latency issue that, that you mentioned earlier about, via Bluetooth. Um, whether that would deem uh, or have mm. its own code name or not, but um hmm. i've never known maybe? a peripheral to to have a code name like that although i have 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 heard rumors that there's a white um elite controller um Ooh. in the wings have you heard that one i've heard about this as well Th- yeah. then there was a picture yeah. of it there's a picture there, wasn't, wasn't there? there yeah oh i've yeah. not seen that yeah it's oh, a picture okay. <coughs> it's like one of those grainy you know someone <laughs> taking it on a 10 year old phone <laughs> through through some glass that's a little misty but you can see it in the background there so i'm surprised they don't push the series 2 elite controller hard you know i mean i know they obviously sold it originally and then they did the the halo special which i think you had luke did you get one yes it's on my desk here is, it, very is nice. it is it good i mean i, I imagine it's just fantastic yeah. yeah okay yeah it's just the same controller but all halo it's great yeah hasn't hasn't failed yet so that's a, a positive for an <laughs> elite like, controller yeah. that is a bonus um they do fail don't they because you know you're, you're part of the best part of yeah. 180 quid or whatever and they do go wrong sometimes which is frustrating yeah i've got, I've got a black elite v2 mm. which is absolutely fine i had no issues with that except yeah. for the right thumbstick <laughs> has a weird click um ah. but the first one um just again like everybody else rubber grips are just gone Basically, oh really? So. Oh, see, mine aren't too bad, but I, I have a problem with the paddles on the back. They they, they touch on this is rubber that, bit, and you you can't. Click is that them the properly. V two? Yeah, this is the oh, series that, two. Oh no, so yeah, so series two fine. I'm on about the V one, oh, oh, which sorry. I also had. Oh, uh, yeah, and rubber grips were atrocious. I've got, so. I've got a V one, and it's in bits in my sh- in my. Um... Yeah, so it's mine. So yeah. so I I actually made a Frankenstein. So I actually took the uh, removable thumb sticks. Um, out of the V1 series uh, controller, Elite controller, and stuck them in my Series X controller. So my base oh, Series no. X oh, controller no. now now has interchangeable thumb grips. I'll go and get it in a second and show you. But uh, yeah, so nice. I've kind of been bastardising it for for spares and bits and bobs. But uh, <laughs> quite the tinkerer mm-hmm. then. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah Stokes yeah. has just mentioned in the in the chat there that maybe the one push the Series 2 Elite controller because obviously it's expensive, which it, it, it is. It's a bloody expensive peripheral, but. At the same time, it was actually, if you look at the MPVs, uh, which I believe came out just this past week, um, obviously uh, it kind of will be due to its price, but it was the most, um, it was the best selling accessory. Um, that oh. probably mm. is in dollar sales yeah. rather than unit sales, but mm. it was yeah. the best selling accessory in the in the States uh, during the, oh, wow. the, the past the past month. That's so cool. it's obviously it still sells, and but the price obviously helps it with that. With that. But uh, it's certainly an enthusiast product mm. isn't it it's almost as expensive as a bloody series s um mm. so here's my um is my series uh, x controller with the share button but like i say i've put the domes on with interchangeable um thumbsticks and stuff so it's pretty cool it's, it's i mean if you're a first person shooter player that's handy because you can have the long thumbstick and get more precise control over your aim and stuff but uh yeah <clears throat> 
lots of interchangeable bits in these controllers. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, oh, well, we kind of just sort of briefly wandered into the Steam Deck side of things, and obviously Xbox Game Studios are going to start releasing their games um, onto the Steam Deck. So, and, and like you said, Luke, you know, at that point, what's the point of a Microsoft handheld? They they wouldn't, they'd hardly sell any, to be honest, in, in the face of a Steam Deck and obviously Switch. So um, I don't think that the Keystone is a handheld. But um, yeah, so, uh, you know, native Xbox um, <clears throat> Game Pass or Game Studio games come into Steam Deck's quite a big deal. But you're saying, Luke, that it's not necessarily, uh, so it's got um, not necessarily multiplayer games because of the um, the anti-cheat stuff. Yeah, that's that. That's the issue, and I think a lot of games are having that problem on the Steam Deck because it's um, obviously it's a Linux-based device that runs uh, games through compatibility layer called Proton, I believe. Um, okay. Correct me if any of this is wrong. Um, and essentially, that doesn't work with with anti-cheat. So if the game has anti-cheat, like um, I think Apex Legends might have that same issue. Um, imagine Call of Duty has that issue, and on the Xbox side, it's Gears Five and Halo Infinite, uh, Halo Master Chief Collection, and there may be one or two others that I saw in, in, in a list this week. So are we um, saying these games don't? Are we saying these games don't run on Linux on PC? Then they they must have got over that. I don't don't hmm. believe so. Don't think they're, so. They're on no. they're on the wow. Linux ports for for most of these games, and that's kind of where Proton comes in because it's I guess for lack of a better term, obviously it's a way of almost emulating Windows on Linux. Hmm. I don't don't think that's hmm. exactly how it works. Uh, I don't want to get wow. too much in the technicalities of it, but um, yeah. But even um, Stadia this week, I know slightly off topic. Um, there was they're doing some sort of uh, I know Stadia in the news there. Eh? Um, they're, yes. um, <laughs> they're doing some sort of um, tech thing, maybe a GDC if that's coming up soon, yeah. uh, where one of their developers or something is talking about. Um, getting windows games on stadia or at least that's the assumption because i think it's about emulating windows on on linux um which could in theory allow stadia to push windows games on stadia um where at the moment there has to be a native linux port of the games for them to work on what would find the more interesting be? though they're still would... trying to wave that stadia flag <laughs> yeah what would the point be because we've got xbox game streaming anyway that, that's already catered for surely well i guess for, for all the other windows games outside of you know because not all games that are only games that are in Game Pass are available via game streaming. Um, well, Stadia. Obviously. Oh, you mean any Windows game? Sorry. Yeah, any any right, any, okay. any Windows um, th- right. th- theoretically at least. Um, so, hmm. yeah. I suppose the thing to remember because I think it's quite easy for us to sit here and go, "Oh, what's the point?" But then you know we've said it on past shows, haven't we, about how there's obviously many gamers out there in in uh, less developed countries that are into it, you know, may not, may not necessarily be able to afford the systems, right? So I no, suppose no. cloud gaming still caters for those? No, I, I mean, what's the point in Stadia offering it as a streaming service when you could potentially get it as part of Game Pass Ultimate? But like Scott said, I mean, well, I mean, saying that, I mean, everything going forward will be on Game Pass Ultimate, hence, and streaming, won't it, I guess? But Yeah, but none of Microsoft mm. games are on Stadia. No. Because obviously Microsoft aren't going to aren't going to put put their games on on Stadia, but um, obviously there are a selection of, of other games. You know, it still it still does get some games. Ubisoft um, Ubisoft are into pretty much anything when it comes to that, but they're they're, mm. they're pretty keen on, on pushing it. But also maybe it's got something to do with the fact that Stadia is going to be going towards a more um, behind the scenes solution where it's going to power other services. Um, I think there was rumors of them working with Bungie. Um, on possibly bringing Destiny to the Switch, that was a rumor just before they got acquired by by Sony. Um, so yeah, it's it's it, it opens up the the doors for 
more games on that type of service and probably more more importantly maybe less development work for developers because they don't have to necessarily mm. release a native linux port and the same way that proton uh, allows that as well and obviously that still introduces issues like compatibility and things like that but it does open a few more doors for maybe not- the it's not stadia use it's, <laughs> it's not every week we get some positive stadia news uh, 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 is it still alive i thought stadia was pretty much you know dead and dying or dying and well hmm interesting i don't know anyone yeah, last, time I read a couple, last time I read a couple of weeks ago i think google were throwing out loads of like two-week free trials and all the yeah, rest of were. it to people just to try to get them onto it but yeah yeah you could you could buy the um the premium bundle which is like the controller the chromecast ultra uh, and premium for like three months for it was for about twenty quid at Black Friday or something. They were they were really <laughs> wow. shift shifting, uh, trying to shift that um, hardware. It seems, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously not quite taken off as Google would have liked. Um, but the thing is, as somebody who's used these game streaming services, I've used PS Now, I've used XCloud, I've used um, GeForce Now, and Stadia. Stadia is the best in terms right. of the technology and in terms mm. of the latency, which is the most important aspect, um, where they basically shit the bed was the business model and obviously yeah. how, how how you get games on. And on getting Phil Harris on board. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everything he touches yeah. turns to gold flap. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, mm, have, you, no. have you tried have you tried Stadia in Flap or Luke? Because I have. As Scott said, I've tried a few of them. And when I did a trial of Stadia yeah. when it, shortly when it first came out, for me at least at the time, it was the best one. Yeah. yeah. Still is, yeah. I would yeah. say it's, it's yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, when you're comparing streaming, serv- you know, apples for apples, yeah, it's probably the best one. But when you're comparing it to a box under your TV, it's, it's uh, uh, for me personally, I just have no, um, you know, no use for that whatsoever, I guess. But, uh, mm. Just one question that I don't know the answer to, and I probably should. So, is Game Pass not going to be on Steam Deck from the beginning? Is that something that's going to have to be? worked out because i'm thinking if you've got game pass on steam deck can't you just download pc games from game pass onto the steam deck yeah but don't forget steam os natively runs on linux doesn't it so you'd mm-hmm. have to have a port of that app because most of the apps are going to be written in probably c sharp which is usually well, a windows only yeah, but language but then you, you can play a, games a linux on linux layer on top of that you can play games yeah, on linux yeah but they have to be yeah but if you're running like a, if you're saying about the game pass app that mm. has to be Linux compatible if it's not written for other other service in the first place, hmm. or you have, have a, or you have to natively address it. No, yeah, I mean that, that's right. Yeah, so um, right now you effectively you can't, uh, or, or rather you you might be able to, I guess, if you install Windows and then run Game Pass. I'm not sure. I haven't seen linus's full video on the windows stuff but yeah you you would need um there needs to be some integration with the steam os um if you want to go just purely steam os stuff and game pass stuff together uh otherwise at the moment i think you're just gonna have to go through windows and try it that way but it's it's not a very good experience so um yeah, maybe maybe they'll work on some getting some compatibility layer in there as well with, with a Game Pass app, but um, I imagine that's fiendishly complicated at the moment. So, yeah. don't know well, how they're going to do it. I'm sure Microsoft will be picking up the tab because they want Game Pass on that Steam Deck. I can imagine, particularly yeah, if the, Keystone the, isn't a handheld. So, the difficulty is that you know it. it I I don't know. I I don't know. Game Newell said he wants to. You know, uh, he'd be happy to work with Microsoft, but I just don't know how that would work 
from a Valve perspective, you know, because then effectively all your Microsoft games that are on Steam, um, well, it's not as if people aren't going to buy them because they still will. They'll still buy them through Steam. Um, but, you know, you what do Valve get out of that effectively uh, is, is, I think, the question. You know, if... Um, <clears throat> If you can just bring bring your your Game Pass or your Game Pass games, in, which are, many of which are not Microsoft games, um, they're you know various third parties, all of which pres- probably available on Steam as well. You know they're potentially missing out on on a lot of um, revenue by bringing it over. People effectively buying the device and not buying anything on Steam or not using a Steam library at all. So, um, and I can't imagine that's a great deal of people, but it might be. Um, a bit, uh, a, a bit of a consideration for Valve. I think what you'll probably find out it would have to be, and this is probably why it's not like that. It, it's not available via Steam at the moment, is because it's complicated. The, Steam have already shown that they're willing to do it with EA. Like I say, now the difference is EA plays all EA published games, so that takes one layer of complexity out. Mm. Um, but I could certainly see maybe, um, you know, maybe part of Game Pass Ultimate or a variation. Uh, of um, Game Pass, where it's just first-party games that yeah. is available via Steam, which mm. which would remove that third-party complication. Um, and then ultimately, I think the way it works with the EA players, Steam just get a kick of the subscriptions that mm. are that where the yeah. player plays through through Steam. So um, while it's not going to be as much as the thirty percent up to thirty percent cut that they take for um, you know the sixty dollars or whatever that that uh, a game would cost. Um, it's going to be thirty dollars. Sorry, thirty percent, maybe of uh, what's that? Maybe one hundred and twenty dollars a year in terms of subscription costs. You know, so it, it it would still, I imagine, be financially in their best interest to do it if they can work out a deal. But it, it is a little bit more complicated than mm. just yeah, just put it on there, put it on there. You know, um, one option that they've got is it is still game streaming, but Linux obviously stars a web browser. So in theory, you could just use game streaming yeah. through the web browser on Linux because you can't just go to desktop view on there. Obviously, that's not going to give you the the native experience that, that you probably want. Um, but it is at least a, a, an option. I actually did just get the list up of games that are compatible. Uh, so okay. the unsupported games are Gears 5, Halo MCC, Halo Infinite, and Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah. They're the games that, that aren't. But Verify, they've got Deathloop, Psychonauts 2, um, Hellblade, Evil Within, Fallout Shelter, Prey, Battletoads, um, Sea of Thieves, Fallout 4, Horizon 5, Horizon 4, Quantum Break, State of, the, State of Decay. So there's a decent selection of games that are either verified or playable that are already on there that would be included within a Game Pass um, subscription. Hmm. Okay. No, that's pretty cool. Well, um, you've got yours coming quarter two, Luke. So you could be within the next couple of, well, in a couple of weeks' time yeah. and beyond. And Fingers crossed. And Scott, you're, you're quarter three this year, is that correct? After quarter three is why it is. That's quarter four then, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. But but that's the thing. They don't want to say quarter four because it might be Q1 next year. Oh, man, really? Obviously supply. So they're just saying after Q3 now, unfortunately. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll we'll have to have to wait and see. But, you know, talking about Windows, hopefully Windows is a little bit better. Um, by the time I get yeah, that's true. one thing that they're going to do yeah, is like yeah. dual booting Steam OS and Windows, mm-hmm. which would be great because you're booting the Steam OS for your Steam games, booting the Windows for your Xbox games, if the obviously the, the performance improves. Mm. No, fantastic. Um, one other topic that I wanted to raise, uh, and, and, and to be honest, you, you posted it, uh, I think on our Discord channel, Scott, was uh, remake of Dead Space. 
Now, I'll hold my hands up. Um, I, I've not really ever played Dead Space. I had a bit of a dabble back when it first launched and stuff, but never really got into it. And perhaps we'll go to you on this one, Luke, because I know you like Dead Space. Um, why should I play Dead Space? What, what's good about it? Uh, or what are you excited for out of this remake, then? Uh, well, uh, I mean, why should you play Dead Space? Uh, it's because it's one of the, the best horror games ever made, one of the best survival horror games ever made. Uh, right up there with, um, you know, classic Resident Evil, um, Resident Evil 2 remake. Um, probably better than some of those, actually. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't play it now, the original, uh, because you've got the remake coming. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just a fantastic, genuinely quite terrifying survival horror game. Um, you know, lots of influences from Resident Evil to... Uh, movies like Alien, um, and uh, it's just brilliant. Yeah, um, I can't really say much more than that. Um, and the, the remake, you know, um, I like what they're doing in terms of kind of um, updating as to the progress of how it's coming along and the kind of technicalities of what they're doing to remake the experience and kind of tweak the experience for the modern day. So I think the stream on Friday was really cool and delved into a lot of um, what they're doing with sound, which is a huge part of the game anyway. Um, And um, the way that they're kind of um, working on the directionality of sound and how it works and, uh, you know, how it travels across corridors and through structures. It's, it's, it's very, very clever. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think they said they're targeting early 2023 release, which is really cool. Uh, they did give a brief show at the end of that stream of a, of a small clip uh, of kind of the game, um, which looks really impressive. Clearly unfinished, uh, but really impressive. And I think visually it's going to be a, a, a very, very good looking game. Um, next gen only. Mm, okay. and pc so that's cool um and yeah i mean they're just they're saying all the right things they're doing all the right things of it you know they don't want to remake the experience to be something else entirely but you know it's uh i think it's going to be more faithful of a remake quote unquote than something like re2 which obviously had to fundamentally change uh because of the way the original game was um whereas dead space isn't that old so it's no. you know the structure will be the same story i think they said they may want to expand the story a little bit um and tweak you know gameplay etc for the modern day but um it's just a fantastic the original is such a fantastic game dead space 2 is also a fantastic game dead space 3 uh less so that was when uh yeah kind of um got, got their claws into it a bit yeah. more yeah um and uh yeah it just it just looks wonderful i just can't it's, it's one of my most anticipated games actually out of everything that's coming in the next kind of 12 to 18 months it's it's probably in the top three so mm, okay wow that's pretty cool i know they can actually they can use the ray tracing tech for audio can't they and work out how sound yeah. bounces around a room as well which is pretty fantastic to be honest uh, scott are you a, a dead space player are you into this do you dig this no, I'm. I'm not. I, I posted that mainly because I just know how bloody excited Luke is. Yeah. For for it, because um, we did speak about it on the show actually when it was first announced, and I said to Luke at the time, "Look, do I need yeah. to play this game?" And Luke was like, "Yeah, you need to play this game." So I've got all three because uh, they're available via a play through Game Pass Ultimate. Mm-hmm. I've got all three of them downloaded, um, but this really isn't that far away. They said early 2023, didn't they? I think. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. That's so, what I mean, 
what, 12, 12 months away. I can wait 12 months. I mean, realistically, I'm probably not going to have a chance to play it in the next 12 months. Yeah, anyway, so, yeah. um, so I'm probably just going to hold off. And the praise that I've read for the originals from people like Luke has me excited for it as someone who didn't play the, the original game. So um, so I'm excited for it, but I'm, because I'm just leeching off Luke's excitement for <laughs> no, it more, than, more, than, more than anything <laughs> else, you know? Um, oh, so I did the same with Hades, and, and Luke was on the money with Hades. So... Um... Yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. So, <laughs> He's yeah. got all right taste, hasn't he? Yeah. 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 So, uh, funnily enough, Indy's also uh, very much anticipating Dead Space. So, we're, uh, he's a huge fan of the original. So, we're kind of in, mm. in tune with that. So, yeah, if you take any stock in our, our opinions, I, I would, uh, you know, unless they dramatically mess up the remake, which doesn't look like it's going to happen at all, I think it's in very safe hands. Um, it's going to be a fantastic experience. But I will warn people that it that it is genuinely quite. Uh, unnerving as a game uh necromorphs are not fun to be around uh and uh uh yeah you are not the strongest in the game so is it right. scarier or less scarier than less scary than resident evil 7 7 uh oh it's it's much more it's much more well i'd say i'd say see because Resident Evil 7 is scary in some parts and then it's also kind of funnily campy and B-movie-esque you know, where it kind of goes yeah, beyond yeah. Uh, uh, scariness to just entertainment. Dead Space is never like that. Dead Space is 100% just... You know, like the... Um, so, for example, in RE7, the bit I find the scariest is the Marguerite section. And Marguerite yeah. in general, I think, is terrifying. Imagine that it's just all Marguerite dead space, right? It's just, it's just all Marguerite all the time. Uh, and necromorphs are not fun. They are not like zombies. They move very fast. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. so it's it's more than that. Um, oh, I'm intrigued so now. Enjoy. I'm intrigued, yeah. Um, Pucks, I, I've never heard you mention Dead Space. So I'm, I don't think you've played it either. I'm exactly the same as you. I kind of dabbled in a demo that came out when the first one, uh, before the first game came out many years ago. But no, it's just like I never, I never dabbled in it at the time. And as much as I'd love to say, like you know, as Scott said that yes, they're all on the A play. I could download them and play them to my leisure at some point soon. But I'm so introved in Elden Ring at the moment and other things coming out that I don't know whether or not I'll end up getting to it in time. But maybe yeah. I will. I mean, I'm, if, if anything, it's, it's times like this when I, I hope there's a slump in new releases just so I can catch up a little bit. But obviously, that's never the case. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not going to bother. I'm going to wait for the for the remaster, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's I, think, the, I think that's best. What's the game that Glenn Schofield's heading up that's similar to Dead Space or when we first saw it? What's that called? That's uh, the Callisto Protocol. Oh, that's yeah. it. Yeah, uh, which I'm also very much looking forward to. I mean, they've not still not released any uh, gameplay of that, uh, and I think they were uh, saying that they were trying to release this year. So um, I don't know what's happening with it, mm. uh, but Glenn Schofield seemed very confident in it. He was very, uh, impre- you know, he was, he was hyping it up, saying it looks amazing, you know, and it's it's already in a really good state. So um, I think that's coming, but uh, I just want to see more. Yeah, Luke, is no, that absolutely. the one that's set in the PUBG universe? Am I getting yes. that mixed up? No, that's, yeah. that's the one. That, yes. That's the one. Yes. What? Yes. So, what? so to, give the, to give the background <laughs> to this, because uh, it's really weird. So uh, it's uh, Crafton, isn't it? That's the publisher. I think it's Crafton. Oh, yeah. uh, so they basically went to Glenn Schofield after he left EA, because uh, he was say, setting up his own studio, and they said, look, we'll, we'll fund your game. Uh, and he said, great. 
uh, and they said, but we want it to be set in the PUBG universe. And I think basically the gist of it was, he was like, well, I'm going to make a Dead Space spiritual successor. <laughs> so how does that even work? And they went, no, 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 don't worry. As long as it's just even remotely connected to the PUBG universe, you can you can make whatever you want. So even though it's set on, you know, Callisto, which is one of Jupiter's moons in 25, whatever, it is, it has a very tenuous, which is not known yet, a very tenuous link to the, to PUBG. Um, what that is, like I don't so know. God knows. God knows. Yeah. So that was the only stipulation. And other than that, he had a massive amount of cash driven to him to make the game. So, um, it's very bizarre, uh, but it, basically it won't be... Y- y- you do not have to know anything about PUBG, nor will you probably see any significant PUBG influence in the game. It will just be tangentially connected in some way. Uh, bizarre. It's like, you know, yeah, you can make any Call of Duty you want as long as there's some reference to Mario in there. What? It's quite weird. Yeah, it's it's very it's very weird, uh, but... Uh, did, did, did Glenn Schofield, because he was in Sledgehammer Games, did he go from Sledgehammer Games to EA then? Because uh, he was quite. He was, yeah, he was instrumental in uh, Call of Duty World War Two, and he was there for about half of the life cycle of that game, and then left. It was him and someone else. I can't remember the other person's name. Yeah. But, um, hmm, wow. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, I didn't yeah. even know that. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. That was so, the so, thing that came out from from, from the announcement. Yeah, but it's a yeah. I mean, I'm really looking forward to that as well. Uh, and and that was obviously announced way before the Dead Space remake was even known about. So um, you know, that's a proper AAA survival horror game, big budget. Um, so uh, that's going to be extremely exciting as well. I uh, mm. can't wait to see more of that. Wow, well, that is peculiar. But uh, I'll, let's just do one more topic, shall we? We've got 20 minutes left. It's one that we didn't actually cover on Thursday's show, and perhaps we'll go to you on this one, Scott. Um, <laughs> GTA 5, yet again. Uh, what's this, the third generation? I don't think any game has actually ever spanned probably, well, perhaps Skyrim. <laughs> um, it spanned three generations. Yeah. I suppose Skyrim it does. But, um, yeah. Well, what's your... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, very peculiar. Uh, the, what's the what's going on with the pricing structure as well around GTA 5 for the next gen? Because isn't it, it's only, yeah. I think it's about nine British pounds on PlayStation, but it's about nearly 20 on Xbox. Yeah, so so I, it's so it's probably worth mentioning the game. I think is going to be about forty quid or forty dollars, whatever that ends up being in GBP um, after the introductory price period ends. So initially, it's half price. But if you remember, can you remember way 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 back? Um, Sony did a, an event and they opened with GTA Five. Can you remember? Yeah, and then yeah, after yeah. they opened with GTA Five, it said, right now every game from here is on PS Five afterwards. Now, the point of that particular announcement was um, they uh, were bringing GTA Online. I believe this was part of this announcement, GTA Online to PS Plus. Uh, and uh, they were giving PS Plus users like a million in-game money for uh, each month up until the launch of GTA 5 on, on PS5 or something along those lines. So essentially, it's cheaper on PS5 because for the next three months, while this introductory period is in place, it's actually free for PS Plus. So what you're paying for right. on PlayStation is the online mode, and then you get the, uh, sorry, the story mode is what you're paying for, and you're getting GTA Online for free. On Xbox, you're not getting GTA Online for free, which is why it's more expensive. Once the introductory period is ended, which I think is like three months, both pr- both games will go back to the same price. 
essentially, right. which I, like I say I think is about about forty forty dollars. Why do they keep fucking up these price structures like this? <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's so complicated. Because people keep buying it. Uh, yeah, that, 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 that's it. Yeah. In, in, everyone, do not buy this. Do yeah. not give Rockstar <laughs> more money for yeah. a GTA game. Yeah, don't do it. Well, at least GTA Five. If you're going to give them money, make it. sure it's for GTA Six or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I mean, this is a this is an Xbox 360 game that they're charging people money for again. People who have probably already purchased this game twice before on the Xbox I have. 360. I've paid for it twice. One. Yeah, I, I was the mug that paid for it twice mm. as well. Um, don't do it. Oh, well, obviously, mm. do what you want with your money, but like, don't no, do I it. Don't you mean. So, yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, despite buying the fucking thing twice, I've never completed it. <laughs> I, just yeah, run out. Mean, yeah, I, didn't nah. even, I didn't even get close, man. I didn't nah. even get close. I, I run out of steam. It's just that whole switching characters. And you think, oh, well, hang on. What, uh, yeah. I thought that was just... a great mechanic, personally. I, I thought I loved I think that was the best part of the game. I'm surprised yeah, you right. think that. Well, the trouble is, I was playing it over a very long, extended period of time. So when you're playing, when you go, when you jump back into it and you're playing the character that you left off with, you sort of think, "Oh, okay." And then you whiz to someone else. You think, "Oh, Jesus, what, where was I with this? I can't remember." Um, well, the thing is, very GTA game. Yes, there's always like this overarching story, but for the most part, it's like you don't really pay attention to it. <laughs> you're just shooting people or stealing yeah, stuff. You know, but the shooting feels really bad. The driving feels really bad. It's not mm. a fun. I'd, honestly, I really do not understand the, the love for. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. They don't. They don't the, the thing that they've got, which I'll admit, is they've got pretty much everything. You can just go nuts in that game. But everything mm. that they do is either done okay or probably bad. The shooting in the game's bad. The driving in the game's bad. Um, I, the, I, the story doesn't particularly do anything for me. Um, yeah, I played the online for a bit and it was fun for about half an hour and then it just got really quick for, for yeah. me i really then, don't understand the, the, uh, 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 but the flip side of that is that low, like that's what's driving the game to be kept to be kept being played isn't it it's just so many people love the online because you the fact you can just do yeah. whatever you want like if you've got a big crowd of friends that you're all jumping on at the same time then sure i imagine it's probably a lot more fun if you're trying it on your own yeah. for a bit yeah. it's like it's it's yeah. a completely different experience it's not worth it in my mm. opinion yeah don't give mm. rockstar more money Red Dead Redemption Two. You know how me look feel about that as well. Well, you know, so I was going to say, yeah, but from a Red Dead, you know, from a Red Dead, I'm a Red Dead Two fan. I love Red Dead Two, but it no, kind of makes, yeah, but opinion. it makes, yeah, but it makes sense. <laughs> Hang on, whoa, whoa, the bad, yeah, but the bad driving, the bad gun mechanics kind of makes sense for um, kind of cowboy era. You can't get away with that in the modern era. Do you know what I mean? It kind of makes mm. sense that it's a bit janky. And to be honest, I'm, do you have to clean your gun in RDR Two? Flap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I say, do you have to? You don't have to, but oh, but okay. um, yeah. but um, yeah, you, your stats go better again if you if you clean it and stuff. But I actually quite <laughs> like I quite like the yeah, shoot mechanic where it locks on and you just have to just aim up slightly to get the headshot every time. I quite like that. You get used to it after a while. I'd, I actually quite like the gun cleaning mechanic. Uh, it's just a pity that then when you fire <laughs> the gun, the it's, yeah, no, I quite like that. I quite like little kind of. Um, you know, immersive stuff like that. I think that's quite a nice thing. And uh, my thing with Red Dead 2 is the world and, you know, travelling around it and experiencing it is incredible. It's still one of the best open worlds I've ever been in. Like, I, I, that's not disputed. It's just 
everything else is crap like the story's way too long it's not interesting because it's a prequel uh and you know gameplay shooting's garbage gameplay you know the missions it's typical rock star if you deviate slightly from a path mission fail like just all of that is so antiquated now so uh it, it just needs to change i won't go on and ramble yeah, on about that's my a fair... disdain for red dead but no, it's a fair point because you know for for such a, for such an open world when you do get into those scripted sort of scenes it is very much on the rails and you cannot deviate whatsoever. So that is quite yeah. jarring, I'll give you that. You can't just get into a gunfight and run away on those scripted bits. Unlike some other games I guess, but um hmm. Hmm. horses yeah. for courses. Yeah. Hmm. Fantastic. So just to round up on that one, and none of you are jumping into GTA V again. No. <laughs> no. I mean, no. To be honest, never played GTA V. You know, maybe it's probably worth checking checking out. You know, it's one of the biggest game, if not the biggest game of all time, isn't it? In terms of unit sales, it's something like it's, that. Yeah, it's it, right. It's sold there. over 150 million copies or something. I think they said. Bloody hell! Really? I got paid. You know, yeah. bought two copies. Mm. And some people I mean, we bought three copies. Um, but yeah, it's it's outrageous, and it's. You know, it's one of those games that's literally been in the MPDs in the States pretty much every week since it launched. So so why uh, don't we how, feel how the how same why don't we feel the same about Skyrim, or do we, coming out on three generations? Is it because it doesn't have that sort of online microtransaction type of thing or don't buy Skyrim again as well. Yeah, yeah just Yeah, <laughs> no, I feel the same way about again. Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, but no, I think no. I think the difference is is well, obviously, this is more topical because it's obviously something that that's that's relatively new. But you know, people take the piss out of the fact that Skyrim's on pretty much everything they have done for for a while. You know, it became a, it's pretty much a meme these days, isn't it? You know, mm. um, they released that version that was on Alexa, which I think was real, but a piss mm. take, if I remember right. I, I played you know? it; it was actually quite good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed so, it for about I, ten minutes. Yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah, so I, th- I think there's an element of that, but also I think. GTA, I think part of it is Skyrim's probably sold what maybe 20 30 million copies. That's obviously a lot of copies. GTA 5 sold a significantly uh, higher number of copies and they've raked in billions, literal billions from that online mode. Um, and yet they're still charging people for, uh, for, um, well, I, I guess, I mean, I, I guess oh, the I, thing that gives yeah. Bethesda a pass on the Skyrim side of things is they're still doing other stuff. You know, we've got Starfield coming in, we've got Elder Scrolls Six coming in, mm. whereas with, G, you know, with, with Rockstar, it, it went quiet for a very long time. It just, it just seemed to be the GTA Five show, didn't it? There's nothing else on the roadmap. I know GTA Six is kind of um, a thing now, but um, yeah, there was a long time with a drought of, of, of anything. But uh, is there any Rockstar games you do like, just out of interest, Scott Luke? How about the table tennis? You must like the table tennis. Gen- like Gen- table, Gen- tennis. Yeah. table tennis on the 360 is probably my favorite ever Rockstar game. That yeah. game was unbelievable. I yeah. still yeah, good. can remember how good I thought that game looked. When that yeah, game it came looked out, great. I, I was unbelievable how good that game looked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was never really into things like Bully. Um, I did oh, actually, I used to love the original top-down GTAs. Mm. Uh, I, re- I really liked them. Um, when it went 3D is kind of where I felt that series really yeah i love um see i do like some gta's i love um so vice city i absolutely adored um san andreas was good i didn't love it as much as vice city um 
And uh, I actually really, really enjoyed the original Red Dead, actually. But they came out, I think the problem is that, you know, games were different when those games came out and the expectations have moved on and taste has moved on for me personally. So now, you know, unless Rockstar are really changing it with GTA 6, it's just like, well, if you're just going to make something like Red Dead 2 or Grand Theft Auto 5, but bigger and more impressive, yes, I'll, you know, I think they look amazing and the sim that the world is incredible and stuff but unless you're changing up how the gameplay works i'm not i'm not really that interested in them you know what i mean so i think that's the issue so um maybe they will for gta 6 yeah i do also wonder how much the success of gta online um will influence what gta 6 actually is as well because obviously prior to that it was all very story focused um people being clamoring for um, story DLC for GTA 5 that never came, which yeah. uh, we can essentially put down the success of the online mode. So is that in any way going to influence what GTA 6 is? And I think hasn't also one of the, it's the houses. The houses, yeah. One of the houses is left. left. Um, so again, how does that impact GTA as well? Because he's one of the lead writers on that game, mm. if, if I remember correctly. So in terms of story-based DLC, I think, as you say, it, actual story DLC never came. But then one thing they did, I think very recently, was the it was like story mm. DLC, but for the online mode, where they had like yeah, Dr. with, Dr. with Dr. Dre, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> which was pretty, was pretty crazy. Like, Did he write what? original music for that? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 yeah that's just bonkers, absolutely bonkers. It's mad, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. What have we got going on in the chat, peeps? We've been neglecting the chat a little bit. We've got quite a few people in there. Stubbs, welcome. Um, UK Desiris, uh, Anime Rizza, uh, stuff. Sean, apologies, I blocked you earlier. I didn't quite read the message properly. <laughs> Um, Moseko, uh, Ghost, yeah, thanks very much for being here. Um, it's fantastic. What's been going on? Um, uh, well, UK Dazarus agrees with uh, Luke saying Vice City is the best GTA ever. You can just park okay. up and listen to the tunes while making babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Anime Reza, subjective. I've been playing some Skyrim on Alexa. Hmm. Or has I might done, have to try that. Just yeah, I'm intrigued now. Have you never played it, it either of you? No. No. You just say just, like Alexa, play Skyrim, and then it's like um, it's like a text-based adventure game type thing, but you say the command. I imagine right. I get very old very fast. Yeah, hence <laughs> why I only play for about ten minutes. But yeah, it's a, it's fun when you consider the context of it all. When you think I yeah. played this on an Xbox, and now I'm playing it with my voice. And like you say, I'm guessing it was a bit of a piss take, kind of out of themselves. I guess it's one of those typical <laughs> april fools but it's not an april fool because it's actually released <laughs> yeah wow yeah I, I thought it was one of those april fools originally and then mm. it turned out it, it, it wasn't so i think it was um, announced in that kind of time frame though wasn't it it was announced mm. around that yeah mm. i think yeah oh, just the best-selling games yeah go on. only gt only only minecraft has sold more copies than gta 5 so gta 5 is at about 150 million uh, Minecraft on about 230 million or something. So it's the second best selling game ever, uh, GTA 5. Bloody hell. Yeah. What's third out of interest? Do you have a list in front of you for the third one? <laughs> yes, what's, uh, what's I did 29th? Just look it up. I, think, I, think it's, I think it's Tetris. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. But obviously, Tetris can come in many forms. And then, if you're curious, underneath that, we Sports, rounding out the top five is apparently PUBG. And this is just based off a Wikipedia article I'm reading, by the way. So, so what about Crossfire then? Um... Well, that that's free to play, isn't it? So it's oh, not going it? to come up in sales charts. Yeah, I suppose yeah, it is. The, yeah, the, yeah. The oh, okay. Things, wow. It is a it is a free to play game. So Red Dead Redemption Two is ten, allegedly on forty three thousand for forty three million. 
cubbies. Um, I mean, ro- Rockstar yeah, must be, you know, almost literally just sitting on a huge pile of cash. Everything they have must be gold plated or solid gold. Because what yeah, are they but, doing I mean, with their that's money? Why they can take. That's what. That's why they can take six, seven years or whatever between between their releases. You know, because you know they can just continue to rake. So, rake are, in are, the, are we rake suckers the then? I mean, or, or or do people that like the game are they yeah. suckers? <laughs> hmm. Mm. I think I think the thing to remember though is the fact there's a lot of I think it's a lot of the younger gamers you know that are coming of age to the, then the discovering the game and then realizing that all this th- stuff they can do in the game you know they w- I don't think Rockstar anyone else would be doing it if the numbers weren't shown that they were making year on year sales right oh so, well, yeah, yeah yeah there's clearly some trends going on outside of just us as the games that have played it ten years ago at this point and gone huh, two generations ago yeah. yeah exactly what, I think one thing people... oh, sorry go on Luke. oh sorry go on no, okay I was just gonna say about um. But it's the success of the online mode for this one. I, mean, I know it's got a lot of people worried about will GTA 6 kind of have a, a very mediocre story just to drive a massive online community? Because that mm. seems to be the thing, like metaverses in certain franchises, right? And things like that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, or, is it just going to yeah. be story within an online mode like they've done with the DLC of 5? Is the entire yeah. game just going to be an online game with a story mode? Oh, I hope in? not. But <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, I hope not. I think yeah. one thing. I think the only thing I'm really excited for is to see, in terms of GTA Six, is to see you know what Rockstar can do with dedicators, next gen machines. Mm, you know yeah, how far they can push their engine, yeah. uh, because I think they can. You know, I can't. You know, looking. I mean, <laughs> Red Dead Two still holds up against a lot of next gen only games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so um, I, I think they can make something really astonishing i just hope that they continue to do what they've always done which is you know here's a here's a really great open world and a story uh and here's an online mode and not do the fucking you know here's an online service game now enjoy yeah they they have a they have an eye for detail that i don't think many other game studios do and uh, i I will draw your attention to the horse testicles in red dead 2 (laughs) as an example of that to back up my claim um yeah there's a lot of really rockstar game rockstar games in this list gta 5's number two um red dead redemption 2's number 10 um grand theft auto san andreas is number 27 um grand theft auto 4 number 35 um, Grand Theft, uh, sorry, Red Dead Redemption number 46. Out of interest, maybe just to wrap things up, um, there are two Xbox game studios games in this list. Oh, here we go. Right You're going to ask. Number one, is, number one is Minecraft. And there is one other game. And technically, I don't think that counts because Minecraft, Xbox didn't own Moyan yeah. when, when they hmm. released that. So there is one other game and it sits at number, where is it, where is it, where is it? Number 39 on this well, list published by Xbox Game Studios. I will bet £10 that no one on this on, on here can get it. How many goes do we get? One each. Thing is, that, that even to that that tells me alone it's going to be the most obscure title ever. <laughs> yeah, but it can't be obscure if it's sold that many copies. I mean, it does, that doesn't work, does it? If it's if it's on that list, it must be well known. The first thing that comes surely. to mind for me is Gears of War 1, but I don't think it's going to be that. No, I, I, I I'm going to go... I'm going to go Flight Simulator, which might seem crazy, but mm, it is crazy, so isn't it? It's, uh. it's, it's sold, according to this list again, not, not fact or anything, just the list on Wikipedia I'm looking at, it's sold 24 million copies. Oh, it's I bet. Number, number 39 
I I I bet uh, it's something like a pack-in game. I bet I don't know what it is. I bet it's uh, is it something Connect based? Oh no, it's not gonna be Hexic HD. <laughs> oh no, you're like not Connect Sports or something. <laughs> it's Connect Adventures. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Xbox 360s. Well, well deduced there, Luke. Well deduced, mate. Yeah. 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 Uh, all, your, all your ten pound, Luke, because that, that was oh, a nice. really good guess. Wow. God, I wouldn't have said that. Well, yeah, they they oh. shifted some serious Connect units, didn't they? For the yeah. What was Connect no. Adventures actually bundled in with Connect? Well, I thought Connect I, I think it was, was a pack-in. I thought Connect Sports was a pack-in. Well, it could, could be because Connect Sports would have to be on this list, hmm. wouldn't it? Yeah. Let me have a look. Hang on. Let's see if it was. Because um, so... Wii Sports is on here, but that's because it was obviously bundled was with, yeah. with, yeah. with, mm. a, with, a, with a Wii. Um, I imagine uh... something like Astro. Astrobots probably going to be up on these lists. No, that's true. In, yeah, in, in, yeah. In a few yeah, years time, yeah, eventually, um, as, as, as well. Yeah, so it was. It was. It was a pack-in. It was so offered was as a pack-in. Pack yeah. So Connect yeah, Sports yeah. must have just been an individual release after, because oh, right. Connect Sports was rare. I think, if I remember correctly, that's oh, what it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, rare, rare on yeah, the wow. dark days. Yeah, the, the dark days of. <laughs> I remember playing football with my daughter on Connect. It was the most bizarrest thing that I've ever done because you stood next yeah. to each other and you could kick the. It was just bizarre, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for that, Scott. Yeah, that was kind of a cool one. I I, I would never have guessed that. So yeah, like I say, look well deduced. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that kind of wraps up the show for today. We've kind of just hit an hour, so that's cool. Chat. Thank you very much. Uh, oh, the gin has just popped in as well, so I'm afraid we're. Uh, we're off. We're off. We're out of here. We get our Sunday back. I hope everyone enjoys the rest of their their weekend. Um, hope they get some hours of gaming in today as well. Well, hopefully we'll be around on next Thursday's show as well. Um, GPG crew, thanks for being here. Chat, thanks for being here. It's always great as always, and we'll be catching up on um, this week's news on Thursday's show. So until then, uh, have a have a good one, and we'll see you then. See you later. Take care, all. Take care.